episode of the Boosley podcast you are in for a treat we have got Julian Sage from the Vacation Rental Machine podcast also of short-term Sage he's based in the USA and the reason why I reached out to Julian is that I would I wanted an American's just influence and just insight to how the coronavirus crisis is affecting them uh, we talk about Airbnb we talk about booking.com we talk about Verbo we talk about the need now to get direct bookings into your portfolio uh, Julian has got a free part slides. He didn't tell me about it beforehand. He brought it in during the show and it shows how they are recommending a small, a medium and a hard pivot for their rental arbitrage business. So those of you who don't know the American model, rental arbitrage is basically the service accommodation rent to rent model that we have in the, in the UK. They've got over 34 properties. They've got a podcast. They've got a course. They do loads of work over in America and in the United States. And I'm looking forward to, to partnering up more with them to them to come and give insight to our hosts over here in, in, in the UK and Europe and obviously worldwide. But obviously for me to go into, into their community and help them with their American hosts and just sort of start talking more about direct bookings over the course of the coming weeks. This was filmed today on the 26th of March. Please make note that when you do come to listen to this podcast, then events may have changed. The world may have ended by then, but today was a good day. We had so many actionable dips of advice. Uh, we talked a lot about the previous episode, which was filmed on Wednesday the 25th of March. Now obviously those of you that are listening on the audio you will you will know that this comes out weekly. Those of you who are watching the video you'll know that I've been doing daily podcasts, daily live videos on Facebook since the 16th of March since the coronavirus really started to hit UK, uh, Europe and obviously America as well. There's lots to unpack in this. I just want to say before you tune in and listen to this, I want to say thank you to Hostfully, Boostly podcast sponsors. They help you design digital guidebooks that you can share with your guests before they arrive, during their stay and even afterwards as well. Paula Butler from Cockington Cottages told me recently that their guests that they had stay with them, they talked about their digital guidebook that they sent and how it would really help with their guest experience. So please go check them out, Hostfully com. Uh, if you want to upgrade, you just put in Boostly2M in the promo code and you get two months free of their premium service. Please make sure that you get your pen and paper out. Please make sure that you get your voice notes out if you're going to be driving. But this is an actionable podcast. You're going to take away so many tips. So please listen, enjoy, but most importantly, implement this advice with myself, Mark Simpson of Boostly and Julian Sage of The Short Term Thanks so much, Mark, for having me on. I, you know, I really appreciate that. You know what you're doing, and uh, during this time, um, I think this is a wake up call for everybody. And this podcast, this show, is really, really what people need at this time. Uh, booking directly, it's something that we teach. You know, it's something that we say, like, hey, you know, you want to diversify once you start scaling your business. Uh, one of the first things that we used to teach is, you know, start on Airbnb and then eventually progress onto other platforms. But, you know, at this time with everything that's happening, it seems like that's kind of pivoting away. But uh, so appreciate, appreciate you, Mark, for having me on here. It's an honor. My name is Julian Sage. I run a blog called shorttermsage.com where uh, we host a couple of podcasts, the Vacation Rental Machine uh, podcast, which is uh, my partner, John Bell, who uh, has majority of his uh, portfolio being rental arbitrage properties. And then he's also managing properties through the co-host. So the the, uh, the master lease and the management model. I'm an active duty military guy and I started uh, into Airbnb like so many others. You know, I, I was trying to save some money. So I rented out my basement and I quickly found out that it could pay for my mortgage. And from there, it's just progressed where it's like, you know, through the podcasts and through uh, partnering with, with, my, um, with my mentor, John Bell, just learning about 
these different models, rental arbitrage, co-hosting, all the different ways, you know, booking directly, these online travel agencies, PMSs, all these different tools. And that's what we teach through our podcast is the basics, the foundations of how to start a rental arbitrage or co-hosting business. And um, yeah, all the way to scaling to multiple properties. And then we also have another show called the short-term mental success stories, which is just interviewing other professional hosts that are in the space, seeing like, what are they doing to be able to build their companies, uh, diversify their portfolios through direct bookings and, and such like that. So rental arbitrage for anybody in the UK who is watching this or in Europe is thinking, what, what is that? That's basically the service to accommodation model, the rent to rent sort of model that you, you hear us talking about so much, you know, the, the co-host and things like that. That's basically where you manage properties for, for people. So this is why I, I love doing this podcast. That's why I love doing this show. It's why I love doing Boostly is that we get to chat to hosts and we get to chat to people from all over the world. This week, we chatted to Gianpaolo, who is obviously an Italian who is living in Spain right now and how he is dealing with this corona crisis and tonight i say i'm super excited to get julian on because obviously based in usa based in washington dc and, and the situation is changing there daily as it as it has been pretty much all over the world so if you could just start off by giving us a little bit of an insight at where you are right now with america and the corona crisis how is it affecting where you live so your personal day-to-day -day? and then how have you noticed it for for hosts around the the us in particular like how is it affecting the the hospitality and, and, and the rental world please the us we we're we're behind what everybody else is going through like in the uk italy china we saw everything that was happening and uh there there wasn't you know we kind of saw it almost like at a distance like oh that's you know it kind of sucks to be them but it's not happening to us yet. And then in the span of like a couple of days, honestly, quite honestly, it was like in one week, it really hit hard where all reservations uh, were completely wiped off of our calendars and there wasn't a much to prepare. Uh, and then with, you know, the drama that's been happening with Airbnb, basically not giving hosts the option to be able to uh, cancel their reservations, you know, not giving the choice. So for managing for other people, we didn't have the luxury of, you know, the ability to be able to say, Hey, you know, this guest wants to cancel. Should we refund them or give a partial refund? Um, Airbnb just kind of stripped that away from us. But uh, in the U S uh, going back to that, we were trailing behind. And even today at the moment, uh, I don't think hosts really fully understand like that we could be you know, going into a full lockdown because right now it's happening in individual states. So each individual state in the U.S. is saying whether or not, you know, you can travel. Uh, some states are a lot more serious. Like I've heard in Seattle, like they're actually they're actually uh, sending people uh, to jail saying like, hey, you're, you're, you're going out past this curfew. You're not you're not supposed to be traveling uh, to places like in the D.C. area where we're just now starting to say like businesses have to shut down. We're going into a, a, about a three three week a uh, month long kind of like quarantine, uh, but there are no actual restrictions on if you if you leave your house. So each state is handling it differently, but across the board, all the events are getting canceled. Uh, bookings are canceled. You know, uh, Airbnb is, is even deeming some locations as unsafe and not allowing host uh, guests to be able to book in certain locations aside, you know, they, they didn't, they didn't tell us if they were going to be doing that or not. So it's, it's uh, all kind of hitting us at a, uh, at a, as a storm and we're, we're just trying to you know recover from that present moment in time when it comes to you being able to accept bookings what's the the current state of play can you accept bookings can you welcome in guests business guests 
whoever uh, is that allowed where you are right now or is, or is it changing day by day state by state it really is changing you know day by day state by state and and that's one of the big things if you were just listing on airbnb even some locations like i just i just talked with a host in the saint petersburg florida area where you know she she had to quickly change her whole model to doing long-term stays uh, because people were you know trying to you know everybody was canceling so she was saying okay you know what we're going to do is we're going to book long term but the listings on airbnb guests weren't even allowed to book long term stays because airbnb was saying that the location is unsafe and you should stay at a hotel or somewhere else so not even giving the option you know she she's listed i believe on on some other platforms uh so that isn't as big of an issue for those Airbnb bookings, but the majority of bookings are coming, you know, majority of the bookings in, in a lot of these locations are through Airbnb. Uh, Verbo, booking.com aren't as popular in the US as compared to Airbnb. Airbnb takes up nearly 80% of the bookings. Uh, this is location specific, you know, places like Colorado and stuff like that. Verbo, homeway, booking.com, you know, it's more, a little bit higher, but a lot of locations, Airbnb is the, the sole uh, sole provider of bookings. I think so many people who are watching this from the UK and Europe won't realize this, but booking.com isn't the, the, the powerful over in America as what we all assume it is. It used to be, and it may have changed, but Expedia was the top dog, ho hotels wise anyway. Obviously with the rental industry, Airbnb, like you say, 80% of the market. So where does booking.com sit in the sort of the ranking of the OTAs over in America, as, as you see it? You know, I don't have the numbers pulled up. I'm sure that I could easily pull them up. But, um, you know, uh, just off the top of my head, I, I believe that book.com is is below 20%. So you're coming closer to that 10, 10%, 10 to 20% range. Really, the it starts with Airbnb being at the top, Verbo, HomeAway, booking.com, all these other all these other sites. Uh, take up a smaller, a much smaller wedge. Yeah, booking, booking.com uh, in the US, at least a lot of hosts look at it as almost like a, um, almost like where you get a lot of scams. A lot of people that are coming through booking.com, the inquiries that do come in, they're a lot of times scammy type, type things. They'll send messages like, Hey, you know, I can't send money. Can you accept a check? You know, and, and all these different things, but it's, it's a different type of, different type of guests. Like our guests in the U S you know, the cheaper guests are coming from Airbnb. Uh, but the majority of them are from Airbnb guests that come from Verbo home away, typically pay more. And it's, it's a different type of quality guests. Uh, typically it's going to be an older demographic, but you're not going to be getting as many from them. And then booking.com, uh, is sprinkled in, but those ones aren't as, aren't as much as HomeAway Verbo. Everybody's wondering what Verbo is, uh, HomeAway. That is actually owned by the Expedia group. Uh, the Expedia group have HomeAway, which is obviously Verbo. VerboAway is HomeAway. Uh, basically, when you are a rental property, and if you go to Expedia and you go, hey, Expedia, I want to list my rental property on you, what they'll do is they'll just quickly go, here's HomeAway or here's Verbo. You know, Verbo was acquired by HomeAway and then HomeAway is part of the Expedia group. So when we say when we say Airbnb and we say home away, Verbo and booking, then that basically is how you see it over here in, in the UK. You've got the Expedia group, you've got the booking holidays group, and then you've got Airbnb. So that's, that's really interesting to be able to break it down because it, it sort of leads on with, with what's happened. Now, like you said, and, and this is my observation of, of America and, and how I see it. And I, and I can bring this observation because I'm in a lot of Facebook groups. I'm in a lot of Facebook groups for, for hosting, 
and there's a ton of them for Airbnb. And with America, more than probably any other country that, that I notice is that you've got hosts, you've got business owners on there that are relying on, you know, let's say 90 plus percent of their bookings coming in from one platform. And if anybody's been listening to the words that I've been trying to say for the last four years of doing it, do not build your house on someone else's land. You know, I can say it till I'm blue in the face and people go, yep, 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 we understand. But if you don't do anything about it and something like this happens, for what Airbnb have done, then you are literally losing thousands of thousands of thousands of dollars and there's nothing you can do about it. So when we say get more direct bookings, we're not saying this for our own good. We're saying this for your good because when you get a direct booking, that is somebody that is booked on your land. It's booked with your rules. You know, there's no commission to pay. You've got the full guest details. So, you know, as, as everybody knows, you will know, Julian obviously knows, and, and everybody tuning in will know is that when a guest books direct with you, you get their email address. When, when, you, when a guest books via Airbnb, you don't get that data. When a guest books with booking.com, you get that, uh, that masked email address. And the reason why is because booking.com want that data. Data is the most powerful commodity there is out there. So if you get a direct booking, it's your guest, it's your rules, it's your regulations, it's all of that. So this is why we really talk about it now more than ever. Now, for you personally, for you and, uh, and John and, and your property that you have, like, sort of just describe the last sort of 10 days and, and describe that feeling that you had when uh, you woke up one morning to see the email from Airbnb to saying that they were refunding everybody doesn't matter what their policy is the feeling was was you know it was it's just kind of the way that it is at the moment you know we we all kind of know that airbnb they're it's going to be hard for airbnb to be able to give a priority over guests or hosts um you know i, I believe the way that airbnb sees it is that because the majority is is coming through airbnb if they push on the side of the guests that'll be a long-term favor for them as opposed to if they side with the hosts and, and because we, we all just get our bookings in the U.S. majority coming through Airbnb. So if they side with the guest, the guest will be more likely to come back to Airbnb. If they side with the host and they push over the guest, the guest might say, well, what's the other option? So we, you know, we're kind of, you know, pushed between a, a very hard place. It's just kind of the way that it is. You know, the things that we, that we teach and, and, you know, what, what you also talk about is, is getting those those emails, you know, luckily for us, Airbnb doesn't block out emails. If a guest sends us their email, we use tools such as like smart BNB that allows us to be able to collect those emails and then put them into our CRM, our, our mail provider. And that way we can drive them to our own direct booking sites. Uh, for a lot of hosts, yeah. that's not the case. You know, a lot of hosts, it's yeah. just Airbnb makes it so simple. So uh, for, for a lot of other people, you know, definitely hurt for us. I mean, it hurt as well. Uh, it's just um, having the diversification, having the different options is, is what's keeping us afloat right now. I'm really interested with what you, how you brought that down. And it's true, you know, they, they, they were, had to make a choice and they chose the guest. Now on the host side, there are going to be ramifications. How do you see the sort of the mindset of people? Obviously you're part of Facebook groups. You've, you've got your own Facebook group and you're part of the other Facebook groups that are out there, uh, particularly in the US. How do you see the recent conversations going and what do you think the potential ramifications are going to be of this moving forward? Big influencers in the space that, um, you know, their their whole model is is the Airbnb, just fully Airbnb. I think the the, the mindset now, it's, it's that, you know, hosts are angry, hosts are upset, uh, you know, professional managers, uh, that have clients that they're dealing with are are upset. You know, these U.S. Uh, a lot of these companies like uh, Vicasa for one, you know, company that 
uh, I believe originated in the in the U.S. Uh, you know, I've I heard that they recently had to cut like nearly half of their you know half of their staff, and they're just a property management uh, co-host model. I think in the future with with this, I think it's a realization that we do have to find other ways to be able to diversify our portfolios through these online travel agencies. Uh, as well as creating uh, direct booking sites, you know there, there are tools out there that are making it easier. You know, your Porter is a tool that that um, you know makes it very easy to just easily create a direct booking site. Um, you know, your your site uh, Boostly or the Book Book Map Direct. Um, you know that that's a, a very easy way to be able to plug in. But um, I think we have to start thinking of this as as a legitimate business. You know, like people that list on Amazon, when Amazon shuts down your listing, if all of your business was coming from Amazon and you weren't, you know, listing on, let's say something like Shopify, which is uh, a tool that allows you to be able to sell your products. If you didn't have a way to be able to collect that information from Amazon and Amazon shuts down your business, I mean, that's everything. The majority of all the, the sales come through Amazon, but, you know, professionals that are selling products, uh, these, these, these physical products, they have to be able to have these sites where they can list their, their, thing, their things. Um, that's what, you know, Shopify is Shopify is like the, um, is like the direct is, is like the direct booking, you know, it has all the, the bells and whistles to be able to collect and process payments, but, um, it allows you to be able to collect that information, collect that data. Amazon doesn't allow you to collect that data. They make it very difficult. Um, Airbnb luckily allows us to be able to collect some basic information. Amazon, you can't even collect their email address. We have that benefit. So while we still have this option collect that information from Airbnb, use it as just another leg, but have everything in mind of collecting this information and then driving it to your mail provider and then driving that traffic when you do have that information to your direct bookings. What, what I see so many more people now, particularly in the US, but all over the world are going to really invest their time over these next couple of months while there is so much uncertainty and whilst we can't take bookings or can't take as many bookings as we like to look at PMSs, look at property management software, looking at channel managers, looking at becoming multi-channel businesses, not just relying on say Airbnb or booking.com to bring in their bookings. And I think that the, the offset of all of this is that direct bookings, the book direct, the benefits of booking direct, you know, getting, getting a website, getting a PMS that's connected to it. People can actually book via your website. You know, you can hook up Stripe. And I think this is going to be one of the big things that comes out of all of this is that people are going to not look to these big companies just to be the sole provider because they're going to realize that this could easily happen again. You know, they've seen how powerful they are and how by just a click of a finger, they can wipe out thousands of dollars or thousands of pounds worth of potential revenue. And I think people are going to protect about that being moving forward. So, you know, for, for somebody like myself who talks about direct bookings on a daily basis, like I say, until we're blue in the face, I think this is good because more people will be looking for websites. More people will be looking to start up an email list. And again, it's, it's, uh, there's, there's, there's providers out there like SendFox from the Sumo group, MailChimp, totally free to get going. And I, and I love how you said that, you know, you, you plug people into your email list and you're starting to be proactive with it. And again, if anybody who is watching, who hasn't yet got an email list, please, please start, you know, you've got the perfect time. I mean, what else are you going to do? You can't even leave the house, get on the computer, look at MailChimp, get it up and running, and then start using it. Start getting people to sign up for it. 
and start utilizing it. Worst things that hosts can do right now is go dark. They can go silent. They can, they can stop talking about their property, about their business online. And I was going to ask you for a tip on how they can start not being that about things they can do, but email we just covered. So what other little tactics and tips do you talk about? Do you talk about to your students, the people that you help and support? Like, what other things could hosts be doing right now to sort of look at getting bookings in the short, medium and, and long term? Uh, this is, this is a module that that we have in in our in our program and that we're including in it uh but you know uh this this is a black swan event black swan being just like it's it's people couldn't expect it uh but these are things like let's say like in florida in florida uh we have things like red tide even even though it's not maybe necessarily a black swan because we we know about it if you're just coming in you don't know about the red tide which is basically when all the fish die the beaches smell nobody wants to go to florida it, it halts travel people don't want to go so we have to be able to make these these very quick pivots things such as like allowing pets allowing pets changing your setting for maximum days lowering your minimum price lowering your base price uh, to be more conservative. So your minimum and base being, you know, the, what's, the, what's your break-even price being your minimum, your base price being what's the price that you're trying to achieve? What, what's, what are these dynamic pricing tools, such as like Wheelhouse, Price Labs, all these other ones, uh, what are they going to be fluctuating off of? Setting your minimum nightly stay to one night, listing distance. So in your listing description and your title, list the distance to the nearest hotel. That's also a really good thing because people are thinking, you know, a lot of traveling nurses is something that we were talking about. So listing on sites like Furnish Finders, TravelingNurses.com, it's the same site. You can you can list on those, listing near a hotel, allowing locals. Uh, we're just trying very easy things that you can do within the app, within Airbnb or within these uh, platforms to be able to try to collect these bookings. Offering a discount for future date if a guest cancels. And that's something. So instead of just saying like, hey, if they, if they cancel immediately, uh, just sending them a quick message like, hey, I saw that you canceled or hey, I saw that your reservation, you're trying to request a uh, cancellation. Instead saying, hey, would you like, you know, we can leave this on here and we can basically give you free dates in the future. If they need the, the money now, then basically saying like, hey, well, can we, let's, let's reserve a future date and offer a discount for a future date. At least you're able to pull in uh, something. If, you, if it's on Airbnb, you're not going to be able to see that payout until the day where they check in. Uh, but sites like like Verbo Homeaway, uh, you'll be able to see something um, a little bit a little bit earlier. Uh, listen to the title, the amount that you're going to discount. So you you could try to play this if you're trying to say like, hey, we're offering a 40% where it's like you're raising your your base price. But if you're really just trying to get those bookings and you're willing to you know lower your minimum nightly price to be able to collect them, then just say like, listen, we're offering a 40 30% discount. Uh, people like to see discounts. That's why we go to, you know, in the US, we have stores like JCPenney, Macy's, it's basically like they mark up the price, you know, it's like a $50 shirt and they say it's 80% off and now it's a $10 shirt or whatever. It's the same deal. People, people like seeing discounts. So offering a discount in your title is a really good thing that you can start doing. Offering a quarantine stay discount. So just say like in the title, you know, quarantine, you know, quarantine stay, COVID free, uh, anything along those lines where people can look at that and say, oh, this host, they, they know about what's going on. They care about the, the safety and the cleanliness. Uh, just being an aware host and communicating that lets people know like, oh, there's, there's a level of safety. They, they took that extra step. Uh, that's what you want to do. A list on sites like Furnish Finders. Furnish Finders is a, is a site that we use uh, in the U.S. Uh, for finding traveling nurses. Um, I'm not sure what it would it be like in the UK or, or wherever you're listening to, especially, you know, it, and this is, this is where we kind of go back to framework. So one of the things that we teach on vacation rental machine is, is everything comes down to your framework. Part of your framework is, is, and your market research is finding specific locations. So places like near airlines, near 
uh, airports, if you're listening near a hospital, hospital stays, all of your branding, all of your targeting is going to be towards people that are going to be staying at hospitals. So if you have locations that are close to a hospital or, you know, are somewhat near a hospital, list in there. How close are you to that location for, for those people that are looking types of accommodations? Uh, contact hospitals and offer furnished stays. You know, let them know. I think that there's a site here to help.direct is a site that I've seen floating around online. And basically, it's a website where you can offer your, your home for uh, people that are looking for quarantine stays. I also know that Airbnb just put out a thing right now where yeah. they're offering to change your settings to uh, allow people that are uh, looking for those those um, quarantine stays. List your properties yeah. on other platforms, verbo.com. Uh, you know, obviously we want to do that. Contact apartments. Uh, so if you're doing the rental arbitrage model, so if you're doing the re-rent or master lease model, contact your apartments and see if they'll defer payments or delay your rental prices. Also contact your lenders. If you have a mortgage, contact your lenders, ask if they'll delay payments on, on your mortgage. So those, those are our small pivots. These are simple things that you can do. It doesn't really take too, too much effort. We'll talk about the medium pivots. So medium pivots is going to require a little bit more. If you want to go ahead and take a snapshot of this as well, you can do that. But what we're doing here is uh, we're offering long-term bookings. So now we've shifted our mindset. Now we're saying instead of short-term stays, we want to do long-term stays. And that's going to be listing your property as a furnished rental at a discount. Right now is not the time to be thinking, how can I get more bookings? How can I get more bookings when nobody can, nobody can travel? And it's progressively getting worse in some locations. Honestly, offering your, your place as a furnished rental and even taking a slight cut. If your mortgage is, let's say 2000 and you can only make 1500, that's better than having to pay 2000 completely out of pocket. If you can at least profit 1500, you're only out $500. You know, we have to change our mindset from, you know, just trying to get as many small little bookings as we can. Cause if you have one, two day booking out of your month and now you're not able to book a whole month, well, you know, maybe that extra, you know, 200, $400 that you made or whatever it is could potentially, you know, prohibit you from being able to book for that full month, which could cost you more. Contact older guests and offer a voucher revisit or offer a discount. So if you have been building that email list, contact them, say, Hey, you know, we have a special going on. I don't know if you want to travel. Not too many people are looking to travel right now, but you know, that's, that's another option that you can have. And one of the, one of the more extreme things that my partner, John Bell, because my partner, John Bell, he primarily a rental arbitrage host that also has uh, co-host properties. What he's even doing, you know, he's got over 24 properties that he does this master lease model with. A lot of people are saying rental arbitrage is, is dying. It's not safe. You know, it's, it's the end of rental arbitrage, but what, what, you know, a, an example of what he's doing, he's, he's actually taking furniture even out of his properties, out of these leased properties, putting them in temporary storage and then listing them as an empty unit to be able to basically sublease it for, for longer term stays. This is, you know, it's, it's a little bit more extreme, but this is what you have to do. If you have 24 properties that you have to pay rents on, uh, or if you have 22 properties that you have maybe mortgages on, either way, if you're not getting bookings there, get rid of the furniture if you have to, and just list it as a long-term rental. It's something that, you know, you have to do. You're either going to go under and you're going to have to pay the price of 24 units or whatever it is that you have, or you get rid of the furniture, put it in storage, which is maybe like, you know, $100 US, you know, $50 US a month, and then get a long-term rental, get a long-term tenant in there for however long that is. 
that'll save you. That really will save you. It's going to be a little bit more extreme, but pulling out a loan such as an EIDL, which is, I believe it's like an emergency uh, disaster loan. Uh, I know SBA is also giving out loans in certain states. The SBA in the US, it's called the uh, the Small Business Administration. But this, you know, wherever you're listening to, you know, if you don't know who's giving out loans, contact your, your, your county or your uh, municipality, whoever's in charge of your, your area. Uh, contact them. They should have a small business division uh, that deals with, you know, local local businesses. You are a small business. If you if you're renting out a basement or you have multiple properties, your 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 business. Contact them. They will they might be able to give you a loan. You have to go through an application process, but um, it's it's something that you can do. It's a little bit more lengthy, but you know if you have to keep your business alive, that you have to do that. That's what hotels are doing. Hotels are depending on the government to give them loans uh, to be able to stay afloat. You know, luckily for us, we don't have, you know, we have the luxury of not having so many fixed costs. We don't have so many employees. A lot of this can be automated. We don't have as big of an issue, but we do have mortgages. We do have rents. Uh, we do have uh, things that we do have to pay for. So pull out a loan, uh, consider downsizing, get rid of your underperforming units. And so right now is the time that you should be looking and saying, what what can I do? What can I not, you know, what are the things that are, you know, that Pareto's principle, 80-20 rule? What, what's, what are the, the units? What are the places that are underperforming? What are the places that are causing the biggest headache? And can I just get rid of them? You know, right now is the time to, to start downsizing. That's what all these companies are doing. Sell or store your furniture and then list it as a, as a long-term rental. Again, we, we talked about that in the uh, the medium pivot, but if you need to even sell your furniture, do that as well. And then lastly is selling the business. You, you do have a business. We actually created a site called strbroker.com. Uh, so for, the, for those that have the service accommodation or the rental arbitrage, even a co-host business, if you wanted to be able to sell your site, we created a website where we're allowing you to be able to advertise for free right now. And if you just have to even break even, you know, breaking even might be your only option. If you can't sell it for a profit, like that, that's beautiful. That, you know, that's, that's the beauty of this business is that it's an income generator and you can't sell these. But even if you just, if it's like, Hey, this is going to hurt my family. This is going to put me in the red. Uh, this is not something that, you know, maybe you came in just before the high season. Maybe you came in during that, you know, November towards February. And you were hoping that March was going to be the season where it was going to turn everything around. You might not be in that place. And maybe, you know, you weren't prepared. You didn't have that savings for that longer winter. You know, if you have to sell it, it's, that's an option as well. It Thank you very much for sharing that. And like I say, there is so much actionable advice that everybody can be doing right now that you can, you can basically between last night's episode and tonight's episode, obviously last night, for those of you who are watching us back on the replay, that was the 25th of uh, March today is the 26th of March when we are recording this this live you've got so many things that you can be doing so for people that have been proactive a lot of people that I have seen and I'm not naming names who have just been going in Facebook groups every single day bitching moaning complaining and just cursing their luck when there are ways and means that you can be bringing in money if you are really struggling and you are really really in need of just some help and some finances watch back on last night's episode watch today's again, come tomorrow with a plan, and then I will make you accountable uh, over the course of the next couple of weeks so you can keep to it. So Julian, thank you so much tonight. Now, obviously I'm gonna be tagging you on Instagram and people are gonna be sharing that screen and all other things, but if anybody wants to come and find out more about you, find out more about the vacation rental machine, find out more about the podcast, where's the best place to get started? Yeah, just go to uh, shorttermsage.com. That, that's where we have all the podcasts, all the information that you can find out more. Saying hello, you know, we, we have a growing community as well. Um, the Host Nation is, is what we like to call all our hosts. So if you just go on Facebook, The Host Nation, you can join there, drop a hello. The majority is, is going to be US-based, but uh, 
know, we're, we're friendly over here. You know, we're, you know, we're, <laughs> we'll, we'll welcome everybody from the UK. Amazing. So. Amazing. so thank you so much for tonight. Thank you so much to everybody that has tuned in. Uh, I know that there are some of you watching that have done been with me every single night. So thank you so much. As always, my only ask for me doing all of this every single night is just you do one thing and then you just share it into one facebook group that is around hospitality spread the word tell everybody what we're doing tag some people in and just try and get people to realize that they don't have to rely on airbnb for bookings they don't have to rely on booking.com for bookings there is a, a platform for free advice on how you can start to make income in this uncertain time head, head open to apple go to the podcast section on apple and you can easily do this you've got loads of time in the day because let's say you can't leave the house open up apple if you've got an apple phone go to the uh, boostly podcast so type in boost hospitality podcast and go and leave a review reviews really do help us climb up the ranking whenever we do get a load of reviews i can see our our ranking in in the uk charts just go massively up so please go and do that Please tell your friends and please make sure that you come tomorrow. Tomorrow night is going to be a big one. We're going to be recording it on Friday the 27th of March, 8 p.m. Damien, a, a, an amazing financial expert. Well, we say expert. He's amazing at finances and he has helped me massively save so much money uh, in my personal and in my business. And he's going to be giving you actionable advice on how to cut down on your finances as well we're going to be half cut as well so we're going to have a drink friday night drink everybody to come with a drink alcoholic non-alcoholic whatever you want it to be come with a drink tomorrow 8 p.m uk and we're gonna we're gonna have some fun and again i want your plans on how you're going to be bringing in money for now have a great night hashtag stronger together thank you very much adrian for putting that in and i shall see you all tomorrow for another edition